0: Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G-Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar, and we're your hosts. I'm T.A. And
0: it's G-Money. Hey, and, hey.
1: And guess what? We are having some fun today, and I'm over here laughing because we got a producer behind the scenes at what some point in time, y'all gonna have an opportunity to meet her, but she's a she's a jokester at herself, and she just had me rolling. But <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, you know we are getting into the the meat and potatoes, the the, the exciting part of the off, off season, season. If you can even <laughs> say there's an exciting part of the off season, yes. So indeed. we're gonna talk uh, again some more about that. We're gonna talk about that throughout the entire offseason, about all the intricate things that take place. But before we get there g money what are you drinking on
0: okay so you know what repeat performance <laughs> you're having me on the show dag bro on that
1: and show, i man. am
0: fully jala la weta. <laughs> i am wet that is already on this hey
1: already and i'm so on that this that that, is gonna be funny i'm on that claw chandelier yeah. and um and and, and and also before we get started ladies and gentlemen hey I need you to like, download, and subscribe for us. This is ATB Media Network. Stay with us. Continue to stay with us. We're going to be here with you. And we actually have some big news at the end of this show, so please stay tuned. Absolutely. Big news for all of you. Um, But like I said, we're going to talk about this offseason. So we're going to talk a little bit about the draft. We're going to talk a little bit about free agency. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, the the NFL combine. And as we get ready for the draft, and we're going to bring it all together for you. And this is stuff that you can expect to get from us as we go Throughout the offseason, because there is so much football that takes place in the offseason in terms of preparing for the next season yep. that we have interesting, and uh, compelling information um, for it. Great information. Stuff, great it. information yeah. And, and, and great, interesting shit. Yeah. For I, us to I, talk agree. About. I agree. I agree. And so, as we dive headfirst into all that, the first thing that I got you to talk about.
0: Go ahead. Give I got it to, to me. talk about Give it, it to me now.
1: Uh, well, one is I want to hear what your thoughts are, but I want to hear what are your thoughts on the draft. Like, you know, tell me a little bit about the draft. Who are you excited to see possibly get drafted? Who do you think is going to make some moves? What do you think is going to take place? Is going to be um, um, something interesting, a hook for everybody in, in this upcoming? Okay, draft?
0: so. Um... Contrary to popular opinion, <laughs> I would say that Jaden Daniels, because, you know, they, they, they're really pushing uh, your boy May. Mm-hmm. Was, Mickey Mouse was, May. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, everything that I've seen on ESPN or whatever is, is May, been, May, 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 May. May. is a stone uh, cold. Listen, it feels real <laughs> Mitch Trubisky-like. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky-like, Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what? It's not even that he's, let's say, going to be a bad quarterback.
1: He's not going to be a bust. But
0: a, a blind, deaf, mute monk <laughs> would know that. You know what? If we're not talking about Daniels and uh what's our boy at uh, uh, S- Caleb, uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams, yeah. we come back yeah, you. Have uh, a nice day. Have a nice day. Yes. But that—that's what—that's the environment that yeah. we're in. Very so. True. So I just feel really excited about those two quarterbacks and what they're going to do because those, to me, are going to be the guys that are going to impact the league. Are going to oh, really oh, like? Set at least a we hope so.
1: I don't. I don't. All have of a, them are hope I hosts. don't have a hope that May is going to impact the league. I, I. I can. I have a hope that he's going to be able to possibly be able to play in the league but impact the league like you know we're gonna be talking about five years from now uh uh may as mm-hmm. being somebody um it, it cut from the same cloth as um
0: uh, mr biscuit no no not a mr <laughs> biscuit but what's our man from cincinnati uh oh 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 you talking about uh, joe burrow uh, joe
1: burrow or or
0: josh you know he hopes he hopes that that ends up. Or Herbert. Outfit. Yeah. I, I,
1: I don't foresee that, but that's the best case scenario, in my opinion, yes. for them, for him. But the reality is, is that, you know, um, our, our man Hogue or Hoagie, um, are, there are a couple of analysts that have, have, have had the, the 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 gravity, the gravitas, the the the, the, the gumption to sit over and keep it real. Right. Is that, is that may at best, should be a fourth round draft pick. You know, and that's just real. This isn't coming from me. This is coming from a, Other an prognosticators. Right. A, a, or, a, a, you know. It's going to be like a, uh, I I saw a comp to him as an athletic Mason Rudolph. Mm. And and these are individuals trying to pump him up to be a the the number one quarterback, should be the number one pick. And you can write it down and take a picture. This individual does not have the talent To sit over here and be a force multiplier in the NFL, write it down and take a picture. Mm. He does not have it. But you were talking about uh, uh, Jalen, so so tell me what are what are coming your thought processes on on uh,
0: simply put, I I think that he is the most profound talent in college football. Period. End of story. I think when you he didn't win the Heisman for nothing. Correct. Mm He didn't win the Heisman for nothing. nothing. Right. So look. When you got a guy who runs how he hands, how he runs, mm-hmm. but it's let's just take his physical modalities and put them to the side modalities. Yeah, she look, I it. you know Ooh. that 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 was that was that was Morehouse. <laughs> I right, give you a little Morehouse for you, but it's just about his instincts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he knows when to move mm-hmm. and when not to move. And then that is very apropos to the, let's say, the best player that we have seen in this league, the guy that I don't like to talk about.
1: But you love him,
0: though. I don't love you him. You respect him. I respect him. <laughs> I, re- I respect him. Patrick Mahomes has a, the perfect, let's say, understanding mm-hmm. of time, distance, space. Mm-hmm. And he understands when it's time to you know what? I got to move right now. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's time for me to pass right now. You know what? It's time for me to delay right now. Mm-hmm. And that is the, the gift of, of a quarterback being able to, let's say discern all of those variations mm-hmm. within the course of a game mm-hmm. is what separates winning from losing. Mm-hmm. And he has put that on display. There have been plenty of teams that we saw through this course of this year that have had more, let's say, talent in the skill positions than the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But the differentiator was A quarterback could do, the,
1: could do those special things. And really what it comes down to is to those intangibles. Yeah. They don't have stats to sit over here and calibrate where an individual is in those type of things that you're Correct. talking about. Correct. And that's the difference between good and great. Yes. Those are also the things that I don't believe may may has i don't mm. believe um jj um from but michigan you're, you're
0: talking about McCar- mccarthy jj mccarthy
1: doesn't have yeah. those are the things that i don't believe bo nicks have he doesn't have those intangibles um to sit over here and and have a, a finger and, 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 yeah, just an and,
0: innate understanding of when it's time to go when it's time for me to read and the thing that separates what would ultimately be like most of these guys either being Hall of Famers or not is their ability to discern that.
1: Steve Young have that. Yes. You know, Aaron Rodgers has that. Um, these are not quarterbacks that have that. And, and the proof is going to be in the pudding. And, and it's going to be excited to see So, So where do you think he ultimately lands in the draft?
0: Uh, oh, we're Daniels. talking about Jane Daniels. Daniels. Uh, if I were to guess, I think that if let's say, dare I say, my team, the Raiders, if the audience wasn't clear that I, I I'm, I'm going to be selfish about it, I think that they should move heaven and earth to move into the two spot, maybe even the one spot, but. No, it's if I aggressive. were to guess, he's probably gonna go no worse than three.
1: No worse than three. No mm-hmm.
0: worse than three.
1: Well, and that would be a travesty if if David May went before him.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. I, I I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that it would. It he would probably be a tra- won
1: the Heisman again for a particular reason. Yeah. Now, now, what's great about when you say the Raiders is because you got to remember that Antonio Pierce actually worked on the Arizona State. Staff when he was a quarterback initially out of high school. Correct. They have so they have a relationship, and so we we know it's a perfect scenario. We know um, Antonio Pierce has a lot of respect for him. Duh, had had opportunity to watch his meteoric growth that he had in his college career and in his transition. Yeah, because he was at
0: Arizona State when he was at Arizona.
1: And a lot of people sit over and transfer from one school to the next, and they kind of drop down or they kind of do it. Um, uh, horizontally so you know it's a like for like so they go from one school to another school but there's no increase or there's no decrease Mm -hmm. what he did is he went from Arizona State in the Pac-12 and jumped to the SEC he jumped to the SEC uh, to legitimize himself after they won the championship after Burrow left and sat over here, and had, and that was a team that was in rebuild mode, and he played on a whole other level. Another intangible that he has is toughness, because the one thing that that he's never going to be uh, misconstrued of is is is, a, is that big prototype quarterback. That's what they kind of say David May um, uh, should be number one is because he's that prototype prototypical quarterback that's six uh, three plus. Two hundred and something pounds Correct. plus, and that just because his height and weight means that he should be uh, number one, which is that's absolutely yes, uh, and his and, and physical intangibles. So, but, but but let me, let me just right. quickly finish. Is that the, the the twist is is that his toughness? This was a dude who's lighting the booty. I mean, he weighs what you weighed in high school and he's sitting (laughs) over here, you know, dropping his head down and running through running through players to get that first down. And that's that heart. That's what that's what no statistical category can sit over here and and really, um, really comprise and really uh, flesh out correct either either you see it and I you agree. see he's something special because he can do that when, when there are no statistical uh, uh categories that that will that will um, acknowledge that or 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 he doesn't And correct. and that's what makes him special is even though he's light in the booty even though he's not the biggest he's not the tallest he's not the uh the strongest he's not the the heaviest what he is is he has an Abundance of heart so I, I would love to see him with the Raiders and so when you match a quarterback who has an abundance of heart with a coach that has abundance of heart and and, and allow that symbiotic
0: relationship to work itself out correct uh, and he's then, gonna be able to get the best out of him. listen and then let's not negate the the obvious Devonte Adams plays for the for the Las Vegas Raiders
1: he has weapons he would have okay. weapons. He would he, have weapons. He, and
0: and I, I won't go through the names because I know you don't want me to go Raider heavy, but I would just say. I mean,
1: you have Adams. You have, um, what's the wide receiver from uh, from, from the Patriots? Uh, I, I, You're number two. Who's, yeah, who's nice. I'm, I know. Uh, if you don't know your number two wide receiver, you can't see yourself as a Wade Raiders
0: fan anymore. No, 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 <laughs> it's the, the cocktail. He's, he's <laughs> drinking <and laughs> it. But, Myers, yes, Jacoby, Jacoby Myers.
1: Myers, and then you have you have a nice uh, tight end that you just got from last
0: year's draft. Yeah, Mayer,
1: Mayer. So um, there is unequivocally some tools there. Get they one have, more, get one more, and then you rock
0: solid. I, I I literally believe that that yeah, if you insert a a, a young capable quarterback into the Raiders equation. And then you go heavy defense in the draft.
1: But the defense showed um, um, tremendous steps. I mean, the, yes. this, they weren't where you would they're, – they're not Kansas City's defense, but this is defense that showed improvements, like you said. You yes. just add a few, few more components. Correct.
0: So the only thing that you're really doing is you're talking about let us create depth mm-hmm. within our defense, mm-hmm. genuine depth, and if we have the quarterback that can shock and awe, mm-hmm. then we can shock and awe.
1: So, are you completely out on um, O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell? Or you know, I liked him. He was a monster in preseason. In um, regular season, he had some good times. He had some good spats. He had some challenges. Sure. <laughs> or, and so, what uh, Pierce says, it says even if we're with Aiden O'Connell next year what will he be after a year in the league, I, 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 a full off season where correct. he's the man? Like, do,
0: do you believe that? I, I, I think that the only thing that you can say about Aiden O'Connell is that he cares about it. Mm-hmm. So That means something. Yeah, it does mean something. Mm-hmm. So it, I think that if I'm Aiden O'Connell, I just need to realize that, you know what? My, let's say, um, impediment was, is that I held the ball too long and then I put my team in harm's way and I was too fixated on trying to understand what was going on in front of me. And then I might've fumbled the ball a couple of two times, two or three times mm-hmm. where I shouldn't have. So ball security is the key to quarterback success. If you are not able to, or, or let's say if you are a individual who doesn't turn the ball over then i will not hurt my team so is he an
1: individual that's gonna hurt your
0: team he is how he is presently constructed okay. but
1: so you need a new one
0: i need a new one okay i need a new one he's a great backup and he could be a phenomenal backup but you Make know a but, living. but if i'm aiden o'connell maybe i'm not satisfied with that maybe i'm going to dedicate myself to figure out all of the flaws that I did through the course of the year, and maybe I come out better.
1: But, but, but that's Who something knows? that can't be quantified. It just has something to do with, you know, where, where, what does he choose to do with this offseason?
0: Yes. The offseason, this particular offseason for Aiden O'Connell is, a make or is break. big. Mm-hmm. This is whether or not you're going to be an also ran a backup, mm-hmm. or are you going to step up fully into no I'm the Raiders quarterback. I'm the guy you want to see. Well, well the hope for the Raiders is is that one they they make a big push for
1: for Jaden. Number 2, they make a push for, for Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Or number yeah. 3 is is that he does what they hope that he should and can do. And it will only be based on him in terms of how great he grows
0: the only number three if I were the Raiders would be to say okay Russell Wilson is about to come to me I would I would go
1: with Aiden over Russell
0: I would Only also, because he's younger,
1: give him the give him the ability to get the reps in and to learn. Because I, I he wasn't agree. egregious. If he was egregious, just get him up out of here. He I, wasn't egregious. I, I
0: agree. But but when you have to say is that when I have a Super Bowl winning quarterback who essentially is being discarded by one of my rivals, is he still a Super Bowl winning quarterback? That's the million-dollar question.
1: And, and we have to is believe he? what we've seen for the past three, four years is he's probably not a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, but he might be the quarterback to get you to the playoffs. And that's all we
0: really want because the, the, Raiders, the Raiders are built right now off of two things. They need to establish their running game. hmm they need to and have we're gonna talk more, a little bit
1: about that later on. Yeah.
0: And they need to have a more dynamic offense, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the I think the Raiders have made a decision, especially in light of the fact that they hired uh the coach that they hired. That they have now made a decision to say, we're going to be the juggernaut on defense. Correct. We're going to be defense. And that's a heavy. Per- that's a
1: perfect team for, for Russ. Now there are two things with Russ. Num- number one is is um, Russ has the experience of playing in the AFC West, correct? Going against the Chiefs, and it, is, um, and it has been the only um, quarterback um, for the Broncos to have beat the Chiefs, and so that's important. You know, understanding the dynamics of this division. And, and understanding how it is a play against Patrick Mahomes, of course. And, and when you couple that with um, Pierce's ability to all have already rattled, they could mess around and win two games. Yes, yeah. so, and which is the catalyst to them getting into the playoffs and getting into the to the tournament. And, and number two is like uh, he gets to play against a team mm. that let him down. That sent over here and discarded and him discarded like 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 a piece of shit, the, and that he wasn't worth anything. Discarding when part. he played better than that, he's he's he play He didn't play phenomenal, but no. he played better than how they're treating him. Because there are a whole lot of players that have played worse than him that aren't getting treated like this from this team. They also aren't making thirty nine million dollars a year. But hey, I, I when we everybody loves to throw in Russ's um salary in terms of what he is and compare that to him as a justification of how he's been treated but it's so funny daniel jones is making forty thousand dollars this year right he's one of the most egregious quarterbacks so so that 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 doesn't um that doesn't Uh, that doesn't sit well with me as a as a
0: true justification yeah no i almost feel like i want a hip hip hip-hop song (laughs) yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it is that Daniel Jones is terrible. Yeah, we we focus on too much on Wilson, he's but the reason good, why is because but, he, because
1: he's married to Sierra and he is a Super Bowl he, previous he's quarterback. A, and, and he's a name. He's a name. He and he and, he and he and justifiably, he's a name. Um, but 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 just keeping on the theme of um. Like what's gonna happen? What's gonna be on the back end uh, of all of this—the draft, the, the the combine, the free agency. One of the things that I want to I want to address and want to talk about, and this kind of piggybacks um, off of what we talked about last week, is the Bears' number one pick. Mm. And and when you look at the Bears number one pick, everybody's saying, Oh, Caleb Williams is a generational player. And and I and I talked wholeheartedly last week about that 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 moniker of a generational player. We've seen all these quote unquote generational players that never live up to that to that moniker, to that to that thought process of them being a generational player. And, right. and and for that plus many, many more, which I articulated last week. Um I think it would behoove the Bears. I think this is when you have to make a big boy decision. I think you have to be comfortable being a contrarian and going against the grain. Everybody's saying, go go get Caleb Williams. Mm. And if I was a GM, if I was in Poles, who's the general manager of the Bears, if I was in Ryan Poles' position, I would sit over here and I would keep fields. I not agree. not because of how great Fields is even though I do believe he is a very good player. Um but I would do it because of what the compensation you could get and I want you to follow me here. The 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 commanders, the Washington commanders hired a, a offensive coordinator mm-hmm. that worked with Caleb Williams. Right. So obviously they were angling to get him. So we know we have a built-in um, easy trade partner with the number two. And then, so you can easily flip from one to two, give them Caleb Williams, and then you get this, the, a switch. You get the number two draft pick, plus you get next year's draft pick. Now, what Ryan Poles did extremely smart last year was get a player. So you could grab a player off of the Washington Commanders, be it mm-hmm. if it's one of their very best defensive players, right? or it's or one or of McLaurin. Is it? yeah. Or it's McLaurin. You're right. So now you have DJ Moore and McLaurin with fields. Correct. Different ball game, right? So you could sit over here and make that pick. Now, here's what people forget. They never go to the second and third level of the deal. Just like you said, the Raiders are itching to get up. Correct. Also, the still, page, the Patriots, even win.
0: if that deal, let's say, were to transpire, mm-hmm. the writers should still. But be watch it! But itching. watch it! But
1: watch this: the Patriots probably they're not a Jalen type of uh, organization to get mm-hmm. that Jaden Jay,
0: Dame, Jaden Daniels, certainly Jaden Dame, not
1: Jayden. Jayden no, Jayden, so, yeah, but, a, but a Drake May probably fits right in their wheelhouse. So you sit over here and you trade. And make a trade with New England hmm. to go from three to two.
0: Now, it's, to going, get to be, Drake it's May. going to be very interesting to see how, if you're going to be like, uh, uh, Negradamas on this. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm
1: working that. So, but even if it, even if they choose not to do it, there is another team out there, out of the other thirty-one, that think Drake May. They've been listening to all the all the clown cars out there. They're saying Drake May needs to be, you know, if he's not number two, he should right. be number one. And would sit over here and trade a Minnesota. You know, there there are teams out there that will at uh, Atlanta here that likes Drake May. That would they trade up to get to that number 2 spot to get Drake May.
0: So the the so all all of this is predicated on how they value Drake May. So it's very interesting to see that Drake May in the let's say in the combine He's going to pass, mm-hmm. right? So you have Jay Daniels is saying I'm not going to because mm-hmm. my film yeah, well, 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 is are
1: putting you you before the the don't the over here not spoil over spoil the spoil the us keep it on this trade and because what I'm saying is is, that the trade trade of the one is of a one isn't a one-legged trade. a no. It's a multi-legged legged trade, want you to want you to put all of this of this Together, because you can trade one to two, and not just get an extra one for next year, an extra uh, first round pick for next year, but you can also get a player. Because who is not if you covet him as being? You
0: said McLaren, so if if I were the let's say Washington Commanders. I don't know if I'm going to give you my absolute best But McLaren
1: hasn't played well for the last two or three years. He has not played at the level that he actually is. So when it comes down to having to pay him, they might. But but it could be a defensive player. Forget about who it is. But what I'm saying is is who is the player that you covet? When you have the number one pick, just like, uh Charlotte uh, or just like the Panthers were willing to give up a player that Correct. the the Bears needed so will Washington whether it's on the defensive side or it's on the offensive side there's a player that you can pick up that can make an instant impact so not only are you picking up a an additional first round for next year you're also picking up a player that that'll make an, an impact this
0: I, year right I, and I I think I think you, you're on the right path I just don't know if they're going to do it. I don't know. Oh, Washington
1: unequivocally, they hired the OC specifically for this player. So, so, so when, when this, when Washington made the choice of we're going to go all in for Caleb or we're going to try to because we hired this OC that was his OC in college, Mm. then you have to believe that they're active. And so with that being said is if you can get that generational player because people believe Caleb is a generational player. I've made the argument that he probably isn't, but if they believe he is, why not let them do it? Mm. Why not maximize what you can get? So now you get, no just get you just don't drop down a little bit. You also get a player for now that you know will fit with for you and fit within your scheme, mm-hmm. whether defensive or offensive. Oh, oh, yeah. And then you I, trade I that second player, but then you trade that second pick Correct. again for somebody else who's more needy. So now you've fallen back in the draft, but you have two picks within the top uh, 10 to 15 in the NFL. Or in the NFL draft, you have two early-round picks, two franchise early picks, but you've also gotten two more additional picks for next year. Right. Plus, you've gotten two players that can fit in your scheme this year. Well, if
0: I'm the Bears, I, I, I love the scenario. So two
1: players that will play for you this year plus two additional first-round picks for next year. So now you go in a 2025 draft Correct. with three, minimum of three first-round picks next year correct all by doing this and then you and surrounded need, this quarterback. And they
0: need to build their coffers so whether or not that they believe in justin fields as like let's say let's say they don't do any of that the the whole point is is that they need to be able to establish skill position around whatever quarterback they decide to believe in. And my point so, is is
1: you can't do that if you, if you take Caleb Williams in the first round. Because, you know, the number one pick. Number two is, if you look at the stats in the past 20 games, Justin Fields' stats are just below, who do you think?
0: Who, what, you're going to say Patrick Mahomes? No, is that what you're going to say? No. Oh, okay. That would be – that Okay. He's, was, just,
1: he's just below uh, my man from Baltimore. Oh, Lamar. Lamar. Jackson. He's just below I'm talking about within the, within the sphere of Lamar Jackson he's, so no, he's in the past 20 game. Same I'm talking about within got it. Uh, several dozen yards, several dozen, you know, a uh, a uh, 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 percentage point or so one or two I am
0: the Chicago Bears what I'm really saying to myself is okay, what do I need to do to equip myself to make sure that Justin Fields now can play on a let's say a Lamar Jackson level that's the crux now here's our twist is
1: all of this only makes sense if you sit over and go to Justin Fields and say I'm going to get the the three best quarterback coaches in your offseason and you have to do two two two-week sessions with each which means Justin Fields has to give up a grand total of 12 weeks of his offseason just working on his game. Now, you remember, these these specialized quarterback coaches specialize in specific things. Some specialize in footwork. Mm-hmm. Some specialize in, in mechanics. In timing Some, and timing. Right. Some specialize right. in how you read offenses. Defenses. Uh, defenses. And, and you're sitting over here and Correct. looking at video. But if you get the very three best and you say, hey, I'm, I'm going to keep you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do all of this for you. But this is what you got to do for me. You got to commit to twelve weeks of your offseason with the three very best individuals that are quarterback coaches, and, and we're going to pay gonna them give money. You the best guys around around so, you. Uh, so they you do that. So guess what uh, yes. happens is is when you get to their picks in ninth and whatever, now we we're not going to get the the number one wide receiver, we're probably not going to get the number two wide receiver, but you get the third or fourth best wide receiver in this draft couple with the wide receiver that you got from one of those two trades. Plus, you already have more. So now you have the best trio of young wide receivers in the league. You have a quarterback that's committed to 12 weeks of intense training with the three very best quarterback trainers Mm. in the entire. You understand what I'm saying? And this is how you sit over here. And what happens is is you look up, and in 2024, they make the playoffs. Right down and take a picture. And you don't pay them a big contract. You give them a contract like how uh, my man from uh, uh, Green Bay got. I get it. Kind of like a prove it. I'm gonna pay you That's but I ain't a, gonna pay a, you big. I'm gonna give eight. you 20 million but guess what? If you hit these escalators, you could get 30 and get over the over the next year and if you crush it this year, then guess what? Next year we're gonna sit over here and really pay
0: you. The very big deal that you are articulating which I think you did it perfectly. If I was a Bears GM, I would be like, man, I need to hire this guy because look, he broke it if down. He for me. If he was if smart, if he was yeah, he broke it down for me. But I think that the 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 thing that I think most owners were going to really like let's say fixate on is I have to pay my quarterback the most money. But he don't. You don't got to pay him yet. And but, that, but that's
1: a proverbial carrot to do take 12 year 12 weeks of your offseason to fucking get right. I because know. if you do that, we're gonna pay you $60 million a year two all years right. from now. So,
0: but then then the magical question is if I don't do that and I just say I'm going to accelerate all of the benefits that I'm gonna put around said quarterback, mm-hmm. I need basically to win the Super Bowl. I think that most of these owners are going to feel this way. Mm-hmm. If I am going to, let's say, maintain with the contract that Justin Fields has, I'm going to maintain and I'm going to accelerate the talent around him. Then that what I'm really saying is I need to win the Super Bowl within the next two to three years. And if I don't believe that I am going to do that, then I need to cut bait.
1: But but no, but here's our twist is this is where the challenge with the my thought process with that is number one is it's not about winning the Super Bowl. It's about competing. And those are two different things. Okay. What you have if you do that is you you create a team that you can go to the playoffs this year. Next year in 2025, you have a team that you can compete to win the Super Bowl which means that you can you have the talent on your team to actually get to the
0: championship mm. think of
1: the Detroit Lions they would become the new Detroit Lions in 2025
0: but guess what the Detroit Lions are still there but but but, but, <laughs> no, but right
1: but whose team is better when you talk well, yeah. about more McLaurin And another fucking uh, 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 top top four wide receiver out of this unbelievable wide receiver draft. Don't forget what their defense was. Their defense was the number one defense in the NFL in the final six games.
0: You're right. And however, that is still a Russian roulette role. It is.
1: Which Russian roulette do you want? The one where you have one shot with with Caleb or you have five shots? Because you were able to trade, get extra picks for next year. Imagine three first rounders, plus, you got players, their best players from this year. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So which Russian roulette do you want? Which one do you have more chance to survive in? If they get Caleb now, the one thing I I can promise you is they don't make the playoffs next year. They're lucky to make the playoffs in 2025. If they do, do what I'm saying is they're for sure to make the playoffs next year, and in 2025 they're competing for a NFC championship.
0: You you feel so passionate about it. I'm like, well, well, let's go. Uh, (laughs) What do we need to do? Okay uh discussion ended
1: caleb is not caleb is not a for sure thing and no that's he's the not is.
0: what he is is he's going to be cheap and he's going to be cheap by comparison to quarterbacks for at least three years so anybody that you draft out of this particular draft what the owner is re- and slash gm is really thinking about is I'm going to have a guy that is going to be on the relative cheap for three years. You
1: don't have to do that. You know why? How much did the the salary cap go up this year?
0: Uh, That's a good question. $30
1: million Uh, per team. Guess what? They already had $60 million in the kitty. So that gave them just under $90 million available. Mm. So we don't need to worry about that because you're not signing Justin Fields this year to the 50 or 60 you make him play you give him the proverbial carrot mm. to play for that 50 or 60 two years from now when it's going up another 60 million because mm. it's going to go up 30 million a year you mm. follow what i'm saying i do I so do. so you have the opportunity to sit over here and 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 keep a player that you this you gotta remember this man was mentioned in the mvp race last year mm. Not in two thousand twenty three in two thousand twenty two. Two thousand twenty three, he got hurt. He hurt his thumb. He was out. But we saw unbelievable play from him last year.
0: Yes, we and did. And so
1: when you talk about an MVP, people he was in the MVP very lightly. MVP discussion in two thousand twenty two. Two thousand twenty three, he got hurt, but he did some absolutely spectacular things. With still with Moore and Mooney. Yes, give him more McLaurin. The, the 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 third or fourth best wide receiver, Kemet, yes. and that defense is already cracking. I know. And you add two additional first round picks in two thousand twenty five. Well, look,
0: man, you ain't gonna the, sell me. This is why. This is why they should hire so, me. And this is why you're so passionate about it. But okay, here's what I would just say to just sum up that particular nuance, mm-hmm. right? I would just simply say that I, I think that you're on the right path. I think that that is something that the the, the Bears should seriously consider. But I'm going to pivot to something that I think is a little bit more, let's say, interesting to me. Dare I say it. <laughs> dare I say it. But it's, it's more like the running back for the Dallas Cowboys. What are the Dallas Cowboys going to do with the running back? Now,
1: shame on you for wanting to sit over and talk about the Dallas Cowboys. I can't Cowboys, even believe when, it either. When you're a Raiders fan, <laughs> I, what, we, what you're saying is, it's like let's transition from the draft yes, to, to free agency. To free and, agency. And, and again, free agency affects the draft. So what you're saying is extremely yes, important. because
0: you know what? You talked about the top of the draft, and I think that there is a lot of play there's a lot of nuance that the Chicago Bears are going to have to really deal with. Um, who knows? They might decide to send J- Justin Fields to the Raiders or, or uh, Which is example. a possibility. Or that is pounders. a real possibility. Or
1: the Pittsburgh Steelers. Or, correct.
0: Mm-hmm. Those are all real possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they're going to go down the path that you just articulated. And those are really what's going to be interesting to see to watch but I just, I, to me, the interesting thing about the week, since we don't have games to play, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what the hell are the dumpster trash, uh, uh, just confusion of the Dallas Cowboys, but they're still the most popular team. What the hell are they going to do at running back? So now I'm like, okay, are
1: if, they going to if, sign, If, if they, they can they gonna- sign any of the free agents... If they just said we're going to... Blank slate, right? It's six, seven quality free agent running backs out there because running backs are disrespected for whatever reason in the league. But there's a ton of quality, old school quality that you get a year or two out of and you got to pay them $10 million each a year. If you had the pick, which running
0: back would you pick? If I were the Dallas Cowboys, I would sign Derrick Henry
1: first. So Derrick Henry, you think. See, see, my problem with Derrick Henry is if you don't have a compliment with him, then I think you hamstring. So if you're willing to sign Derrick Henry for a 10 and you're willing to give um, – who was the running back there last year that, that just coming off of injury that's a free agent? Pollard. You, you signed Pollard to an um, $8 million contract. Now you have an eight, $18 million running back. But if you couple that with the offensive weapons that you have with Lamb with correct. Uh, Brandon Cooks, correct with with um, with the other wide receiver uh, Ferguson, yeah, they have a good tight end, and hand. with the yeah unequivocally, and with the uh, the third uh, wide receiver that came off a knee injury, um, that didn't come back as well as he thought. What I, I can't, think, I, of I can't think of his name, but but yeah. it, but it's okay. It, and yeah. with Dak, and if you do yes, that, but see, Dak is the key. But 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 but, but uh, what's it called? Isn't that great? If he's a thunder and lightning guy, you need both. Derrick okay. Henry, you need he's thunder. You need a lightning
0: like a Pollard to okay. go with him. But 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 so the number one thing that I would say that it was like an impediment for the Dallas Cowboys offense. It wasn't about their ability to score. They I think that they have proven that they have an ability to score. It's just when you get in the red zone and you need to, let's say, go heavy, you need to go um heavy formation. Mm-hmm and you need a batter ram and they don't have Eze- Ezekiel Elliott anymore mm-hmm. and that was what was apparent in their year this year they need to get a Bataram, ram but why don't we upgrade our batter ram why think, don't I we
1: get a batter ram that has a more um diverse skill set mm. and 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 no okay. no thing I'm hating on my man I love I love him but I actually think uh, a Saquon Who can bat ram and can do some stuff out the out the backfield? That's 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 very would be the most advantageous to me, and it would be sexy. And you know, uh, uh, Jerry Jones loves sexy. Well, you
0: know, and he's a showman, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't disagree with that either. I just think that it's just going to be. It's going to come down to if I were the Dallas Cowboys, it's going to be Henry. Saquon Bar- Barkley and Pollard that we're going to have to find a way to sign both of them.
1: It needs to be two or three
0: or or we're going to just say the hell with it. Let's just steal Saquon Barkley from the Giants and make it a party because what you what they ultimately need and what they have lacked let's say for the for score and a million years it's not about their ability to get to the playoffs it's about their ability to win people have figured out their schemes and they don't have the proverbial Emmett Smith scenario mm-hmm. which was if Emmett Smith just had a bunch of big offensive linemen and he found a way to squeak through the cracks and he could beat a proverbial linebacker mm-hmm. And safety. And Saquon can do that. And Saquon can do that. But Henry Derek can Henry, do that in spades. No, 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 no,
1: not in spades. Yes,
0: because he's such a physical presence. So if but you, he's if getting he, older, he's taking a beating. But that's precisely why we he saw needs, him slow down. But that's precisely why he would need, they would need to, res, to re-sign Pollard. Pollard. But and, with
1: Saquon, you don't. Saquon, you can bring Saquon in and he can do it all. And he can do it all. That's yeah. why, that's what I love about Saquon. Saquon is a is an eight thousand dollars discount, discount overall. I,
0: I just don't think that the, the Dallas Cowboys are gonna wanna pony up that amount of cash.
1: But it's not that amount of, it's the same amount for Saquon or or or, or boy. Possibly. It's ten million. They're not paying more than ten million. And ten million is being generous.
0: Yeah, no, because most of these guys are asking for a 13 to 15. But
1: they didn't get 13 to 15 with a team that they actually did it for.
0: How they oh, going to sit over and 13 to 50 for a team oh, that's that true. we're
1: hoping another year later that they could do it that's after true. coming off of down years? Saquon had a down year. Our man from uh, Tennessee had a down year. Yeah. So, that, so, 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 so my big. thought process is, is it's 10 as a cap? Which one of those two you want to pay 10 to? If you pay ten to 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 a man from Tennessee, guess what? You gotta have you gotta pay eight to Pollard.
0: That means you gotta go heavy in the draft. You gotta get real real creative, or you
1: can or you can get somebody in the draft. But are you really trusting when you gotta win a championship? Are you really really trusting uh, a rookie?
0: No, but 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 uh, what you're really saying is is that I'm trusting Henry. So what you're saying is we tried to do the the you Know the finesse back
1: that doesn't work
0: and it didn't work,
1: but are you gonna even gonna though get a we finesse made it to the playoffs?
0: Back, if you go Saquon,
1: I if, if you go Saquon, you could not go, go finesse, you could get a Saquon light in the draft, but he's in, injury prone in the fourth and fifth round, and that's a great running back tandem, uh, because a Saquon light. Could go in there and gang bang for a couple of, yeah. for a couple of, uh, games I feel you. I, with, I, uh, my man who's a coach's son. Yes. That's up in there. That could, that can hold the uh. fort till Saquon got better, right? If Saquon got hurt. If you draft him or if you trade or if you bring in Henry on, on the free agency. What you're
0: doing is, is you're just saying, I'm bringing in a sledgehammer.
1: You bring in a sledgehammer, but you have to, uh, my man who's a, who's a coach's son. That isn't enough, a great enough one-two punch. You have to bring in somebody else. Now what you're doing is you're having to bring in somebody that's not a Derrick Henry. So what would you do? What I would do is bring in Saquon. I would look at somebody who's saquon liked, who can do a little bit of everything. Okay. To just have to fill in for a, a game or two or three. If Saquon got hurt and roll with, uh, with, with the dude who was uh, the, the dude's son, who was this tall, but he was effective. And that would be my, or that would be my, my, my tandem because now you have a, a two cheap running backs plus say quantity at 10 million. Mm. So now you're over here and you're at, you're at 13, 14 million out of your running back squad, but you're completely covered.
0: Yes. The only other caveat that I would say, and I have to say this objectively, even though I hope that this does not occur is if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I would give a serious look at Josh Jacobs. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, because Josh Jacobs is a guy like Saquon Barkley in that he can can hammer you if you give him a good offensive line. He has proven that he can catch the ball out of the backfield, very similar to Saquon Barkley. He's probably going to be a player to where... You can pay him a hair less than Saquon Barkley, but that's only is that off hair
1: of, worth having a, a Saquon Barkley light? If you can get a Saquon Barkley light in the fourth or fifth round, third or third to fifth round, and I, trust me, I don't want the Cowboys to
0: to get Josh. Jacobs.
1: Why don't Josh Jacobs stay with the Raiders with his well, broken I down twelve hundred
0: touches yeah, in I his think,
1: NFL career and he's beat down?
0: Rather than bring him to the Cowboys. You, you, you think he's more big down than Saquon Barkley?
1: Well, what I think is, is, Saquon Barkley ran harder than him last year. And it, last it, year. But here's what happens. Sure. When you run hard, so hard to, to sit over here on a contract year to get the contract and then you don't, we saw the effects of that. It, it might not even be that, that he's broken down. Mm. It could be. You let the wind out of the sails. Mm. You understand? And he just didn't have the oomph because he gave all his oomph to get paid and then couldn't even get paid. And so how much oomph – how do you recapture that oomph to give it again? We don't – you can't bet on that on a team that that role is so important for the team. We know Saquon.
0: We know second can can still deliver, and we know that Jerry Jones is fixated on "I before I die." Correct. So I need a Super Bowl. So so
1: don't bring in. I would rather see him stay with the Raiders or go with another team, like um, like uh, uh, hold on, think think of um, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars and have him be a tandem with my man. What's the running back that's already there? Yeah, Etn, uh, and that the now that's. Powerful. That would
0: be scary. Actually. Right.
1: That would be scary. You understand? So you have a team that, that thought they had a generational quarterback and found out they don't. And they need to more nah, d- 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 I
0: know.
1: Golden Mullet is still Golden, my
0: guy though. And know. guess
1: what? He has a mullet, so you know he's stone cold. And so when you, when you put those two together right. to, to, to literally fortify and help Golden Mullet. I think that would be a greater fit than right. to sit over and bring him to the Cowboys to where I you it. would have to sit over and more rely on him solo bolo, right. and, and we would want to do that. We know we can
0: rely on I Imagine
1: agree. Saquon with a good offensive line, yes. a, de- a decent offensive line. Yeah, not even, Man, not have even a not nice even day.
0: Yeah, just, just just have like some good guards who can move people out of the man, way. Man, let's go. Oh man. So
1: so that's why I'm excited about the possibility that you brought up of Saquon going to the Cowboys. That, in my opinion, is um uh, GMing at the at the highest level. Yeah, but but you know, unfortunately, these GMs think they're smart. And don't have the ability to really think because outside you know the what? box. Well,
0: well, I think that it's, sometimes it's paralysis by analysis. They they overanalyze things, and it's like the answer is hiding in plain sight. Like it's yes, hiding in plain sight. Or like you have yes. Jimmy Jones I'm a billionaire, and yeah. I'm the GM, yeah. and I'm
1: and I feel because I'm a billionaire, I'm smarter than everybody else. And really, motherfucker, the game is past you by, and you're old. Uh- <laughs> you ain't even past the buck. But So, the, yeah, the thought process I, I is that, I, I, I think you hit it on the head. You, you said an either or, and right. you were leaning towards Derrick Henry. But I, think, I was. I think Derrick you know, Henry is a think... perfect fit for uh, uh, Baltimore because they run downhill. They have the offensive line for it. They have a scheme that yeah. will allow him just to lumber through.
0: And, and you know think what? Think of uh,
1: what was the running back that was there last year? Uh, well, think no, of his then, name. No, the well, one, not the one that got well, hurt.
0: It was it Edwards, uh, yeah,
1: um, um, Edwards? Yeah, Edwards. Think of Edwards on steroids. Correct. And you put that man it, there. That's well, I you know, that's
0: interesting that when you say that. But but the reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Hint, Derek Henry is 6'3", and he's damn near 260, 270 pounds. Mm-hmm. So, He has played in an offense through his entire career to where his quarterback was, let's say, above average. Mm -hmm. But above average is not good. It just means he was above average. And he played, and he did not have superior skill positions around him. Correct. He did not have a superior defense. And the Cowboys, much like the Raiders, and other companies within the organization of this NFL league mm-hmm. are really trying to maximize other divisions. I Meaning, I'm I trying to make sure you, that I have. You, you need excellent. more with
1: him. That's more important with Derek Henry. You need a complement with but him. But can
0: you imagine a scenario, a, a a walk of life, to where the the turnover happy, the turnover happy. Um Cowboys defense has a guy who can eat up clock. That would who, be nice. And who can pound the rock and and basically force other teams into submission. So if they get one to two turnovers where they average somewhere around three. If but Saquon if they can went to someplace else. One to two? If Saquon went someplace else oh, and yeah. then
1: the next deal is Derrick Henry, but I'm not I'm not hating. I'm just saying Sa- Saquon, just saying Saquon, do, Saquon Sa- needs to be number one. Sa-
0: Saquon could do the deal more because Saquon is very similar to McCaffrey in that he mm-hmm. is a guy who has that, that
1: physical that, ability. Ding, ding, ding. If the Cowboys were smart, they would be able to foresee that Saquon is cut he, from the he, same cloth as McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yes. And where Derrick Henry, that's why you need a second and person. Then,
0: and then you will, you'll win games by let's say, 20 points instead of correct, 10. Correct, correct. Yes. And, and, and you know what, Jerry Jones? You might want to think about that. You might want to. <laughs> you might want to.
1: But let's talk about the draft real quick. You know? Go ahead. A- go a- to the Because, a- you know, we, we've been long winded and we really d- dove into all of these deals. But, um, you know, the draft really is a crux of what's going to um, change these teams. Mm. And, and um, it's a lot of shenanigans that go, go in to on both sides, the players and the media in terms of um, how individuals are depicted, how the what what perspective um, or lens we see uh players through. And so um, you know, kind of the big noise going into, you know, because the draft is gonna happen later on this week. Or excuse me, the combine the combine, and, and, the and, combine and is gonna happen and, later, yeah, on this yeah, week. later on this week. And, and so, you know, we have the probably in our opinions, the two very best quarterbacks, Caleb and uh, and, and Jaden. Jaden, I, I think, is not the best th- Not throwing. Yeah. So we're looking at the Drakes. We're looking at the J.J. Bo Nicks. The Bo, the Bo Nicks. Uh, the Mickeys, in my opinion. The Mickeys with the big ears. Those are the ones that are throwing. So what are kind of your thought process on a player? Like, does, do you look down? Do you um, – frown upon a player that 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 has the audacity that chooses not to throw or participate in the drills of the combine
0: absolutely not and the reason is is because the 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 combine is um a pageantry show
1: i wouldn't go that far but
0: okay it is essentially hey how long and how far can I throw the ball? I think pro days and are I, like that. I commingle with both of them. If see, well, one we, is
1: controlled. One is you have your people around you, and the other one is you have to sit over and perform with people that right. you might so not have it's ever like, played
0: with. So, so what? And you're, you don't control. What, they control. What, what you're articulating to me is: Do I have th- throw a number on me, and then hey, throw me out there? and Let's throw do me do. out there, and then you're gonna measure my stats. And then there is, let me, you come to my school, mm-hmm. let me throw to my guys, Correct. and then you judge that. And, and I'm
1: going to tell you what I'm going to throw and what, what are what are the routes that I'm going to throw to and so and on and right. so forth. And
0: then you make an assessment on it. But if any GM is worth their weight in gold, mm-hmm. they're really going to be looking at the film because the film is, what did this guy do in live action cool, without a doubt period end of story mm-hmm. so what i think that it was very poignant about Jaden daniels and caleb williams not Participating mm-hmm. or making a decision, mm-hmm. they have just said, "I have put enough film on there that if you don't think that I'm the guy, then I then ain't for you. Yeah, I ain't, I dude, ain't for you. Have a nice day, church." And and mm-hmm. church on the boom, it's all right, mm-hmm. and and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm not mad at them one iota because they have put film mm-hmm. out there Good against the highest levels of competition mm-hmm. in the league for two seasons, mm-hmm. so. Why do I need to do the mm-hmm. quote-unquote dog and pony show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for you to say, oh, yeah, my, uh, my arm, I do have a lot of velocity on my arm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't need to do that for you. Mm-hmm. You need to realize also from the historical context of how draft picks have spun out through the course of the years. Mm-hmm. The, the, the guys who are most prominent, Lamar Jackson, end of the road, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what did we talk about? Patrick Mahomes, they weren't the number one in two slots, so guess what? I don't have to do this. I think that's where the
1: opportunity lies for these players. I think we have to remember that the hit rate on number one drafted in the quarterbacks
0: yeah, I think I think the last one might have been Peyton Manning. That was like the... no, like, oh, no okay. it wasn't
1: Peyton Manning. Let's talk
0: about Andrew Luck. Okay, Andrew Luck, but Andrew Luck retired early.
1: And he retired early, and he wasn't really that great as a player in the I, NFL. You know what? The he was very good. He yes. wasn't great, and 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 you know, some players get You're the right. opportunity, and get the benefit of the doubt, and kind of get ballyhooed. But they, you're right, they, but, but when we all look at it with sober eyes, uh, they weren't actually that great. But at the end of the day is I think what we find is is that the greatest concentration of greatness comes from the middle round, or not the middle rounds, but the middle of the first round. The, yeah. um, because those are usually teams that are better and, and um, quarterbacks have, have more are, around them. Well, right, and quarterbacks that are picked earlier traditionally picked on on, on absolutely egregious Egregious teams teams. that don't have the people around them, the the players around them. They don't have the leadership in terms of management to sit over here and really accentuate and and get them to the next level. So So what traditionally happens is the middle-round quarterbacks are best. So these are the individuals that actually are going to be performing At at this combine. And and my question for you is, is forget about the big three. What are what 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 is one middle round quarterback that you have your eye on that you believe could be somebody special two, three years from now? Because they're with a, 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 a team that's on the Ascension. And they have all of the apparatuses around them. Excuse me, to help them achieve.
0: Okay, so uh, I think I want to say the Washington quarterback. Was it Penix?
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. Penix, yeah. That would be my my, my choice as well.
0: Um, If I were to pick a guy, he's very injury-prone, mind you.
1: No, he's been injured. You got to remember, he just finished his entire season, wasn't injured at all. He's had some tough injuries. It doesn't mean he's injury-prone. Let's not put the uh, uh, prone... The prone narrative okay. on this man. All right,
0: so so honorable mention. He he's, he's not injury prone, but he he's has been, been injured. injured. Yes. Um, I actually think that he's an individual to where if you put him in the right circumstance, he could be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I
1: agree because he throws that rock,
0: and and he has, dare I say. Uh, Patrick Mahomes like Tennessee. meaning he meaning, does. Yes, yes, he, yes, yes. He has all the physical mm-hmm. modalities. Mm-hmm. He can run. Mm-hmm. He's not the fastest guy in the mm-hmm. world, but he's fast. Mm-hmm. He's not the. He's not slow. No. He knows how to avoid things. He knows how to read defenses. Mm-hmm. He knows how to deliver the ball. It's very interesting. Now, there are other guys like I even. Dare I say I like Bo Nicks out of Oregon?
1: See, I don't. This Bo Nicks,
0: I actually do like.
1: It. It. You can't go three years and shit the bed. You can't go three years and look like a stone cold mystery, and then you transfer and get with mm-hmm. a team that has all, um, has all the the talent that's to surround you, and then you still lo- lose the pennants three times in the season. Well. Okay, and say, "Oh, this dude's good. This dude." But and and the media says this dude's better than Penix. I don't even understand how you make that math math.
0: Yeah, but okay. Here, here, here is always the rub when it comes to college football. It's about even though we always compare quarterback to quarterback, but it's really quarterback to defense. So, how did you, let's say. Perform against said defense.
1: If Oregon was a team that was in, at best case scenario, the bottom top twenty five, mm. then that argument church like Bo Nix played on a team that was inferior to Washington, and so that was a justification for Penix and Washington mm-hmm. to get in that ass. But when they were both top ten teams. Yeah, top five and, teams. You already heard in, me say in, it in, in, in NCAA. I don't got no. You don't you, have no. You, you say it. To catch that ass whooping.
0: Yeah, you already heard me say it. I I I, I would pick Penix because I think that um, he has he has let's say done more with less.
1: Who? Penix.
0: Penix. I wouldn't
1: say that. No. Penix's offensive weapons were monstrous. His offensive line, he has, he has he, two people on the offense that are top 15 players. So, so, but, so, but, so, I, so I'm not going to give Penix any kudos I, like I, that. I, I, I'm not what saying... What I'm saying is, is that Oregon was good. Washington was
0: good. And Washington, and was, Washington good. was also good.
1: Let's give Penix a little bit slight edge in terms of weapons.
0: Sure. I, but I but, I but again, Bo Nix,
1: we have a history. Just like we talk about yeah, Penix's because- history of injuries, we gotta talk about Bo Nicks history of being a stone-cold mystery <laughs> at Auburn. We have to sit over here and acknowledge he was a stone cold. And this dude's almost a grandpa. I mean, he's this dude's a a fifth year. This dude's old motherfucker.
0: But you also have to also acknowledge is that most GMs are going to say when he was terrible, he went to Oregon and then he evolved. So then what they're going to say
1: is. But Penix did the same thing. He left the team. And evolved too. The only difference is, is he evolved to okay. a team that performed at a greater level and got to the playoffs and performed at a higher level than Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. So that's why when we, all my own question is, when we talk about these two players, they're very similar. They but are. to put Bo Nix over Penix? No, I, I already
0: said I didn't.
1: Oh, you didn't. But everybody else in the lexicon says Bo Nix is higher than Penix, even though Penix performed higher than him. Yeah. And their excuse for that is, is Penix got injured previously? So that's the justification. of We put a mediocre, at best, a uh, uh, hardcore cement ceiling bone Nix above. And uh, get you know, I'm not and gonna, lie, I'm never gonna allow that to happen. I'm never gonna allow that to happen. I see happen. you and your feelings. But about it's just it's it's all trickery. That we have to sit over here and, and not you know and what? not be a part of that ecosystem. This,
0: this is the funny thing about football; they, they 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 do this every year, every year. They 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 put us through this every year, every year. And there is going to be the guys that they fall in love with, mm-hmm. right? But what I think you and I are tasked to do is just say, you know what? Damn, what all of the popular pundits say." This is the guy you need to pay attention to. And I would just say, Penix is a guy you need to pay attention to. you
1: know why we got to do that? Because guess what? We're going to be here five years from now when I can say, aha, didn't I tell you? (laughs) That's why. Didn't I tell you he was a stone cold? Didn't I tell you Bo Nix was never going to be anybody and he really should just be in the UFL anyway? Right. That's why we do it.
0: Well, and, and I concur, it's just, it's, it's just, but it's just par for the course at this point. It's just like, this is what the engine of football, bad, good, bad, or indifferent, this is what they do, and this is, this is us having to respond to it and give people a real genuine context, because most people just listen to ESPN and, you know, whatever little outlets that they want to listen to, and they don't understand, like, if, unless you're like a diehard, you're watching all of this. It's like, you don't understand. And guess what? That's exactly what you
1: do. Know. Uh. <laughs> I don't but, like you. But okay. But you know what? You you, talk, you 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 mentioned something that was very interesting.
0: What do you mean about my, about me uh contouring the No, uh, no, no. It
1: was just about just how we look at this overall. Oh, yeah, the uh,
0: how we look at uh football overall.
1: Overall. And and you know what? Um and that was what it what was important to me. What was important to me is that um What the reality is is, um, I've had the opportunity to sit down across from you mm. from for an entire season, mm. and um, I tell you, um, I
0: couldn't have had a better co-host. Oh man. You know what? You, don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm about to get emotional in this motherfucker. Uh, I, I couldn't have,
1: I couldn't have had the opportunity, um, to sit over here and have an individual to start this chain of events. Yeah. That we call at the bar, football at the bar, NBA at the bar, um, And I will tell you, it's heavy on my heart Mm. that life is what it is. Because the reality is, is shit happens in a given year, in a given season. We've seen uh, seasons where a person was here and for whatever reason shit happens and they, they, they finish the season there. We've seen people that have finished here, like, um, the, 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 the Green Bay Packers quarterback and, and they finish here. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And so you, you never know what these seasons and what these years and what these, um, these times, um, yeah, what finish they up, on, what they materialize to be. And, um, you know, Ladies and gentlemen, we've had the uh, honor and the opportunity to have this man, G-Money, be with us for an entire season and to give us such um, thorough and and thought-provoking insights and um, perspectives and opinions. And I, I can tell you I've known you for a long long time. Yeah. But this was um of all that time probably the greatest that we've had an opportunity to have together. And ladies and gentlemen, like all things sometimes things come to an end. Yeah. And so um I told y'all we had a big announcement to take place at the end of this uh show and um G-Money has um, been provided an opportunity that he can't say no to. And as much as I would love him to be here, there's no way, shape, or form that I would ever um, not have him pursue this tremendous opportunity for him. And that's going to preclude him from being a part of... This podcast and be a part of um our lives on this show moving forward, but um Thank i would you. I would not ever have thought about or dreamed about launching this endeavor and doing with
0: anybody else, yeah, for you, you know. Um, the only thing that I want to really articulate to the, to the, to the, to the audience, to the, everybody who's been following us is, um, this is, um, certainly, let's say a disheartening and, and sad reality, but, you know, all of us have our proverbial day jobs, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, but the thing that I think that is the magic of this podcast that I think that will continue and I hope that I was, would be a contributor in, in, in spirit to is that we are going to speak the truth yes. to the game And we're going to speak truth to the nuances of the game and that will absolutely continue. And then we are actually, when I say we, I mean that in the full breadth of it, we, because I'm with you, brother. I may not necessarily be on this, let's say, let's say visual anymore. But you still be on the couch. But I'll be on the couch arguing. I'm gonna be on the couch like and say (laughs) that. Hold on, because I'm gonna do that because what I think is is that this is something that is a movement. You You gotta make that big money. You gotta make Um, that big, 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 big money. I got, I got, I got, I got at least, I got at least try (laughs) to, right? Without a doubt. Church in Nala Winter. And so even though I will be gone, I will be here in spirit and bang, bang, boom, man. We're going to, you're going to do this. B-T-A all day.
1: A-T-B. 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 And that's how you know. ATB. A-T-B, 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 all, A-T-B. all day. We appreciate you. G-Money, I yeah. truly appreciate you. I love you. I thank you. For, yes. for going on this journey with me. And I
0: promise you, I wish you nothing but greatness and success moving forward. Thank you, brother. And you know what? And, and the only thing that I want to just say as a, a party gift please believe it! <laughs> Church. <laughs> we are where it's at. <laughs> uh, love you, brother. <laughs>